Hello and welcome to Nintendo Pals Podcast, episode 37. Tonight, we're talking Waluigi, Donkey Kong rumors, the future of Animal Crossing content, and our top five most wanted Smash Bros. characters. That and more. Well, I am joined tonight, um, I'm Andros, by the way, I am joined tonight as I'm joined every podcast episode by my co-host, Micah. Yep. (laughs) And we are also joined tonight by special guest, Justin from NintendoWatcher.com. Justin, welcome. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm loving the Wayne's World hat. That's, that's That's a classic. Excellent. Yes, and I'm, and I'm also digging all the uh, Nintendo merch you got uh, behind you up there. Oh yeah, yeah, it's got to go somewhere, you know. Oh, and I didn't see that you you moved. You had some uh, the, like collectors Pokeballs down there. I I oh, had yeah, yeah. I had one of those when I was a kid, man. Those are those are awesome. Yeah, I, I at one point had them all. This is the Mewtwo. I at one time had them all, and I don't know what happened to them. I lost them to the sands of time. But my wife went back to her parents' house over the weekend and brought back arms full of them so nice. yeah awesome. it's pretty cool to have that collection you know as an adult yeah yeah <laughs> yeah was, i was like i i had i had like one of those i don't remember where they came from were they like a were they like a toy that was with like it was burger king or mcdonald's i was gonna say it was like, like a, a happy 2000 toy. yeah yeah way cooler than the uh toys they give out nowadays those are like nice quality <laughs> collectible things yeah um well we have a fun episode planned tonight i i'm excited to dive into some smash bros e3 predictions but i guess before we do that we'll talk what you plan but before we get into anything uh in that regard micah how is life for you my friend pretty good nice not too much going on (laughs) uh same here my week has been pretty busy i haven't had a ton of time to game unfortunately so my what you plan will probably be pretty short but i did slide some stuff in there so i at least had something to bring to the table tonight <laughs> it'll be a sad time it'll be a sad week when i show up and i have nothing to talk about and what i've been playing <laughs> but that's adult life uh justin how are things going for you in uh your world they're good. Pretty busy week this week, too. Uh, got a little bit of gaming in, but I, I've been doing so much catch up, um, you know, in, in sort of this lull period we're in with the Switch right now before E3. I've been trying to catch up on some old games, and I know you guys are super into Pokemon Snap, so I was trying to play that a little bit just in case you brought up something. Um, but uh, I started playing this this RPG. It, it's a couple of years old, but it went on sale in the eShop a few weeks ago, and I picked it up called uh, Shadows of Adam. Have you guys played that? No, I haven't even heard of that one. It's it's this um, retro style 16-bit JRPG, um, but it's it's designed for like busy gamers. So instead of it taking you you know 60 hours to complete it, it takes about 12. 
So I was playing that. It doesn't like really break any new ground or anything, but it it's sort of a, a callback to all the old great SNES RPGs. How is it designed uh, to make it? Is it just an overall shorter game, or like the? Is it designed in a way that the play sessions are shorter? It's an overall shorter game. So okay, I gotcha. got through the entire playthrough in about twelve hours, and I was like taking my time, checking every corner, talking to NPCs and stuff. It's it's like they designed it. I think they call it a modern RPG. Um. Anyway, really, really worth your time if if you're into that kind of thing. Nice, awesome. Well, uh, with that, I guess we'll transition to the first section of our show, and let's let's dive more into what you're playing. Justin, do you want to start us off as our guest? What what else have you been playing lately besides? Uh, what, remember the name of that one? That was Adams or Shadows of Adam. Shadow, Shadows yeah. of Adam. <laughs> I sound like so, such um... an old man. <laughs> That's Adams <laughs> of Shadow. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm almost embarrassed to to mention this out loud in public, but I am just getting around to Fire Emblem Three Houses. Okay. Uh, well, uh, don't be embarrassed. Yeah. Mike and I have not played, played Fire it. Emblem. We're not Fire Emblem guys. I you t- I didn't I, think I was either. Okay. And, and my friend talked me into it, and and I, I'm only like two hours in, but but I'm enjoying it so far. Um, the other game I've been playing this week, and I finished this morning, um, Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. It's it's my favorite indie game on the Switch right now. Um, if you like Legend of Zelda, it's it's sort of like a like a super self aware Legend of Zelda, but Zelda is a turnip, and you uh, like it even calls back to the you know the the opening um, line when you get the sword from Legend of Zelda when the turnip gets his, his sword and you, uh, you work through these dungeons and you take on these bosses and, and at the end you're unraveling this, this, uh, corrupt vegetable government conspiracy. It's like silly and fun, but if you liked like the original legend of Zelda's, um, you'll love this one. The one thing I didn't like about it, um, have you guys noticed these games that flip the B and the A button? Yes. Yeah. So it does that. It drives me crazy. Yeah. Where you're like, where B is confirm and A is cancel. Yeah. That's where that's where it really gets yeah. me every every time. I'm just like, oh. And you can tell that it's like because it was maybe designed with like an Xbox controller in mind, or or and it just wasn't remapped or reworked to fit on Switch. That's that's my guess. At least that's what I, I was going to talk about that exact same problem as well, because I played some Minecraft today and I had to go in and remap my controller. I was like, man, I can't because I'm I'm like just exp- in my mind. The B button is jump, right? I, I like yeah. have to that has to be jump, but it was not. It was crouch. which makes no sense. But yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of when that happens in games. Especially because uh, Nintendo was first, so I feel like th- I feel like that button layout with uh, B on the bottom is like the definitive. That's that's where the B button is. Yeah, but I don't I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm crazy there. Maybe maybe it wasn't that way. If I'm looking at like a I don't have it on me, but like an old an old NES controller. Hmm, I can't remember. Micah probably has one in there. He's got like, like all his systems right next to him. 
Yeah, but I've never, I never had a NES. Yeah. Actually, I've never even had a Nintendo 64. I do have some controllers, though, from a friend. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure which friend or why I have them. <laughs> well, N64 controllers go for a pretty penny nowadays, so get to hang on to those. Well, anything else you want to highlight? Like, what you've been yeah, playing? I just looked it up, and the A is on the right, and B is on the left. So B being lower, right? Well, they're on the same level. Oh, oh, for the original. For, for the yeah, original. for the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm picturing in my mind. So you've got, uh, oh gosh, I don't know if my camera is the right direction, but <laughs> I'm thinking uh, north is X, west is A, south is B, <laughs> and I'm sorry, east is A. Gosh, my uh, I'm 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 not even gonna try. I'm not even gonna try and finish that. Yeah, I I generally don't go based off like uh, the letters or shapes on the buttons. I just remember <laughs> where. I thought you were gonna say I, I generally don't space. describe things using north and south. <laughs> like, that's probably a I safe mean, that's call. True. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like if you ask me, like, oh, what's the right button? I. I'd have to look at a controller or think about it for a while. Yeah, well, when swapping between two games that, that flip-flop the confirm and, and back buttons, it gets really noticeable just because your muscle memory will go to one. Yeah. And you have to, like, remap that. So. Cool. So Turnip Boy Evades Tax Evasion. That sounds like an awesome game. I'm definitely checking that one out. It's it's so much fun. Um, so just that and, and Pokemon Snap. I'm I'm trying to work through that. I don't have the nostalgia for Snap because I, I never had it for the 64. I don't know how I avoided it, but um, I'm enjoying it. It looks great. Um, really puts Sword and Shield to shame, you know. It, it does. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You look at that and you're like, is this even the same system? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. It's that. It's that drastic. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, so as a newcomer to the series, uh, does it live up to the hype? Because that's something I can't really, we can't really give uh, a fair assessment of. And I know we have a lot of listeners that um, weren't, didn't grow up playing Pokemon Snap. Yeah, it, um, I, I think it does. I mean, it's, it's fun. Um, my wife doesn't even mind watching me play it. And so that's, that's a huge thing. Um, the only thing I don't like about it, and it sort of drives me crazy is, um, and you know, you've seen the memes about this, but like but the, the photos that the professor thinks are great are the ones that, you know, you, sometimes you can't even see the Pokemon. It's like behind everything else, but it's the one that gets the, the, the most points or whatever. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Micah, you just posted a picture today or was that yesterday of like, Oh, look at this great picture I got of an exec, an executor. And there's like, I didn't even see it in the picture. Yeah. They were like, it was a picture. There's like two Pokemon fighting. I was like, Oh man, this is really cool. This is awesome. And you can see like one front of a leaf or something <laughs> from behind one of the Pokemon's heads. So I'm just like, Oh gosh. Why? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's, that's probably a pretty complex system that they that they use but i i do feel like it it fails a lot when i'm like oh i'm dead on a <laughs> on a pokemon and it somehow gets one behind yeah i've had that yeah happen. and even even when you're framing your your photo so you know it looks really cool if you want to you know share it online 
you don't get the whole Pokemon in it and the professor's not into it. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the times your, your coolest pictures aren't uh, rated the highest. They tend to be rated lower. Yeah, because he is just going based off of like size and frame, direction facing. But you could get like a really cool shot where the whole Pokemon's not in in frame, like like a headshot of a of a Machamp. That's a pretty. I've gotten some pretty cool like close up photos of Pokemon, but I'm like it won't score very well when I like this one's gonna score better, even though it's way more generic and boring. Yeah. Well, and and that's in keeping with the story too, right? Like like you're going out trying to do like scientific like research. research. Yeah. So it actually does make sense. Maybe the next one, the next those, one, uh, instead of doing a a research mission, we'll be on like an artistic. <laughs> we'll be we'll be working for a Pokemon um, art museum. <laughs> that could be cool. That would actually be pretty sweet. Uh, yeah. Nice. Well, Micah, do you want to share with us what have you been playing lately? Well, of course, some Pokemon Snap. Nice. Uh, I had one other incident where you have to. I was trying to get like a. As a it was one of the like a request to get some interaction, and it involved two Pokemon, and I had to get a picture of one Pokemon with the other one like in frame, but it kept focusing on the other one, so I had to do the same. Uh, and it, of course, it was right at the end of the course. I had to do the same course like three times just to get that, like, so it's framed and focused on the right Pokemon. Gross. So, yeah, kind of like K9. I actually mentioned in the chat rage quitting is possible in Pokemon Snap. I was, a little, <laughs> I, I was a little close. I was like, I'm going to come back for this later if I don't get it this next try. So, but yeah, besides that, I finally started playing some Moonlighter 2 again, or just Moonlighter. I was like, whoa, where, yeah, where, like, where, where did you get this? Two came from. <laughs> when did you get this access to Moonlighter 2? I didn't even know that was in production. Oh, yeah, I wasn't, wasn't supposed to tell people about that yet. My bad. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, uh, ever since Pokemon Snap came out, I, I hadn't played any other game for like 13 days. So yesterday I played some more Moonlighter. Have a blast with that still. That one's so good. Oh, yeah. Like the... The shop mechanic, and I mean, it's it's the Legend of Zelda plus Stardew Valley, right? It's so much yeah. fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's I, what, when I was like looking up reviews about it, they're like, a lot of people were comparing, like, if you want your like Stardew Valley scratch, pick scratch, then uh, pick this game up. Yeah, my wife is really into Stardew Valley, so I'm I'm hopeful that we'll be able to pick this game up. I think she'd enjoy it. Um, and I'd enjoy it probably more than I enjoyed Stardew Valley because that one's like Good straight work. farm simulator, and this is like a dungeon crawler mixed with the. Yeah. Michael, what what did you think of the combat in that game? It was tougher than I expected. Uh, yeah i i I definitely stick with spears. I haven't tried uh, other weapons too much. Just like the extra reach on a spear, I feel like makes a lot of the combat a lot easier. But some enemies that the extra reach doesn't really help that much with but yeah it's relatively simplistic but they have like all the different dungeons with different enemies that do different things that uh keep it pretty fresh with all the different enemies nice so how many different types of weapons are there is there a big variety is it or is it uh, like... i think there's five 
kind of similar to Hades yeah. then. Yeah, they have a sword and shield. I think just a big sword, some sort of <laughs> punching weapon, a spear, and then a bow. Is that all of them? I think so. And then you upgrade them. Um, um, like as you oh, yeah. upgrade the town and, and make more money, you can upgrade your weapons. Yeah. Nice. Well, speaking of spears, uh, I the the reason I didn't play a ton of games this week is because we got a new book, um, and I am reading uh, the Stormlight Archive, Book Four. Uh, for those not familiar with Stormlight Archive, that's a Brandon Sanderson series. So good, so good. And the main character is uh, his preferred weapon is spear. So that's. Yes, yeah, good, uh, good transition. That's actually, why I tend to try out spears and weapons uh, because uh, spear of that. weapons in games now. <laughs> just like, because I want to be just like Kaladin in the Stormlight Archive. Yeah, that's that's a a great series. Um, so yeah, yeah, that sucked me in like pretty pretty bad. <laughs> so when I'm when when I have free time, I'm like, oh, I want to read more of my book. Uh, which is odd. I don't have. I, I'm I'm not a huge reader. I don't read a ton. So. For a book to grab me like that's pretty cool. But that has nothing to do with Nintendo. I'm here to talk about my games I've been playing. <laughs> I played a, a little bit of Fortnite this week. Uh, I played... Oh, yeah. With me a little bit. I, yeah, I did. I, did. I was going to say, I actually played three days this week, which is the most I've played in a long time. Um, I played some solo, and then I played some with... Uh, solo from the Discord and uh, K9 as well. Uh, K9 Cantina who's in chat tonight. So yeah, that was that was a a, a good time. We uh, when I played with Micah, we lost a bunch. I think we get matchmaked with like really good people when we play with Micah. My internet was so bad. I mean, I was like, there were multiple times where I just froze up for like seven seconds at a time. Yeah, we're talking about rage quitting. Micah rage quit that night. It, it, oh, it was it was uh, one of those nights where you finish like, a game. I'm and he's like, I'm I'm done. I'm done. I, I just can't anymore. Well, the, well, the final straw was I'm like on top of a building, looking down at Andrew, just getting murdered by these two people, and I I couldn't shoot my gun or move. But I mean, I could like turn and look. I'm watching Andrew just go like double teamed and killed by these guys, just holding these grenades, trying to throw them, and nothing happens for like ten seconds, and then they both look up at me, and I just like instantly died. I'm like, well, yeah, I think I I think I'm done for today. Yeah, it's a. Uh... It it was that one wasn't fun, but when I played with uh, K nine and Solo, we won every match except our last one, which we got second place. So, oh, dang. so hey, well, I, we might we might have lost one match in there, but we we had a three or a two win streak, and then so, so that was fun. It's always fun to win. Just kidding, but like we, it's <laughs> Fortnite's a good one to hop back into every once in a while. And then I also. Uh, played a tiny bit of mario odyssey my son is still really into mario odyssey and uh asks for help to get to hard to reach places so he'll see something in the distance and be like i want to go there so there was uh, a platform um in what is that place called the donkey kong city Oh, New Donk. New, New Donk. Donk. <laughs> yeah, New Donk City. There's a, a, a lone building out there with a pipe. And I didn't know where the other end of the pipe was to get to it. So I ended up going up to the top of a building and using one of those uh, 
It's like a safety cone that will fling you. And I flung to the side and then just kind of floated out as far as I could and used cap jumps to get out there. Definitely not the intended way, but it was I it was totally doable. I made it all the way over to that. How old's your son? He is four. Oh my gosh. I, I was just thinking, imagine growing up with Super Mario Odyssey. Like that's what 64 was for me and, and Super Mario World before that. Imagine growing up with Odyssey. Yeah. That yeah, he uh has a great love for Mario. I'll come from I'll come from Mario Odyssey. It's like his favorite game. And yeah, it's I, I can't imagine like being a kid now because like Mario stuff, like toys, there's Legos, there's uh, a lot more like t-shirts, all that stuff. When, when we were kids, like the only merch that we could get, and I, I had, <laughs> was uh, like Pokemon stuff. Like that was, that was really big and popular in like the uh, early 90s. So, but like you couldn't, you wouldn't like go to a Walmart and see like, oh, there's a Mario Bros shirt. Like that wasn't a thing at that at that stage of humanity. What well, what we have come we have come a long ways so far. Yeah, kids nowadays just have like so much that they can they can really like get immersed into the the stuff, and I think that's pretty cool. It's become like a very very much a bigger media medium. Man, yeah, that I can't I can't imagine being like I, I, now I'm thinking about it. I'm like. If that was my first Mario game, yeah, a, it's just it would blow your mind. Yeah, well, what do you, where, where do you even go from there? That's, what, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's what I thought with sixty four. You're like, what are they gonna do next? Like, this is it. This is the future. <laughs> and then they got flood. Yeah, and then that was practically like my first real foray into three D Mario. I played the original 64 later, but I never actually owned a 64. Yeah, I, I started on um, Super Mario World. Um, it's my, my first one I can remember playing. Uh, yeah, and then besides that for me, I also played a little bit of Minecraft this afternoon, um, which uh, played with one of my younger siblings who still lives at home, had, had it all set up. And it's the first time I've played Minecraft with another Switch owner. And it's really easy to join a, a match when you're on the same platform. It's kind of complicated to join cross-platform, where you have to, like, search for a cross-platform gamer tag and then add them as a friend and then from there make an invite to that person. But this I was able to just click in and just join his game. That was pretty cool. And yeah, they've added so much to that game since I last played so much i was like he's thrown all this stuff at me and i'm like oh all right and I've, I've got a shield i've got I've, I've got like um these foods i'd never seen before i'm like okay well, this is all stuff i've they've got so they're they're updating that game constantly and that's pretty cool i haven't played that one in years yeah there's been a lot added i i was uh i was surprised how much how much more there is in there well, let's hop on over to the next segment of our show and let's talk some Nintendo news. 
All right, so we've got we've got some pretty interesting news articles this week. Uh, first off, for anybody looking to pre-order Mario Golf, if you pre-order here in the states through GameStop, you'll get some nifty little Mario Golf character pin set. <laughs> you'll get like uh, it's a little Mario and Peach, and they're pretty nice pins. It it was kind of lame to me. I was I was like, yeah, I don't need to pre-order this. <laughs> Some pre other than I expected. In, I believe, Europe? Might be Australia? You actually get a golf ball with a Mario Golf insignia on it as a pre-order that's bonus. That's cool. That's kind of cool, I guess. I feel like that's a pretty cool little, like, collector's piece. Uh, but what, not... What's with pens now? I think they did pens for Origami King, and I think they had them for for the 3D All Stars. Yeah, right? they did. Yeah, they did the yeah. uh, the the 35th pin set. That was a. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Someone maybe someone in listening in chat will have an opinion on that. I I. It's it's been kind of like a a recent thing. It feels like I haven't seen so many. I didn't see so many pre order bonuses that were pins pre Switch. Not that I can recall. Do you guys do physical releases? I do most... Uh, everything I can do physical, I try to do physical. But for most like indie titles, I, I don't want to wait for the limited run printing, and those are usually pricier than just getting it. So, But for like first party, I'll try and get the physical. How about yourself, Justin? You know, I used to be physical only. You know, I like to own my media whatever that means now. Um, and then when the pandemic happened and supply chains were disrupted so much, I was ordering games, wanting to have them on launch day. And then I would get them like two or three days later. And that made me switch. And I, I just started going digital. And now I love it. It's so easy to flip back and forth between games. And I was already doing it, like like you said, Mike, uh, Andros, I was already doing it for... Um, indie titles anyway so yeah. it, it felt normal to go to digital um but I, I wondered if if like that was part of the reason they're trying to add these like cool collectors things because more people are going to digital but i don't know well i think uh, i mean i correct me if i'm wrong guys but i'm pretty sure for the company they want to sell digital just because that's it's cheaper for production easier they make they make more profit off of it because they don't have to produce a cart and all like the plastic and all all the stuff that goes with it. I I don't know. Yeah. Good for GameStop though. Yeah. Yeah, good for GameStop. I, I Yeah, they they've had some I I I pre-ordered Pokémon Snap and 3D All-Stars through them and I got posters. And I I thought those were pretty cool cuz they're unique. They're not sold anywhere so you can get some like unique uh artwork but a lot of people don't even like you see some i i read online uh comments saying like why do we get lame posters as our uh so like it's hard to please everybody with what you get as your pre-order bonus uh and yeah you're you're 100 right more and more people i think especially due to uh pandemic uh, have moved to digital, digital only. 
stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like having, I like collecting stuff still. So I, I have, I like having the physical when I can, but I'm not picky. I'm, uh, I also, what I can get the best deal on. <laughs> yeah. 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 I also find that, uh, as someone that owns multiple switches, uh, since we have our switch and a switch light, I like the physical more because for, uh, for a digital copy, you can technically share between two systems, but the one system has to always be connected to Wi-Fi. The secondary system will have to always be connected to Wi-Fi in order to be, to use and play the game. Uh, so I, I didn't like that. I like being able to take them on the go, both of them, and you can just switch out the cart. It's a lot easier. That's, yeah, that's my experience. Uh, anyways, so moving on. Micah, you'll be uh, saddened by by this, but a lot of, a lot of uh, news outlets are reporting on this obscure Facebook post. Uh, not so obscure anymore, I guess. But former Retro employee Michael Wicken uh, says Metroid Prime Trilogy port would be a Herculean effort. Uh, and he's speaking specifically to porting Metroid Prime 3. So you've got the Metroid Prime Trilogy, like doing the first two games would be probably pretty straightforward. But Metroid Prime 3 is designed specifically with motion controls and pointer shooting. Uh, and it would take a lot of effort. And he, he even gave an estimate that was something like one year with a full team of like six people to make it compatible. And so it's not like he, he, he seemed skeptical of it actually happening. Now he hasn't worked at retro for like a decade, so he doesn't know, but he's just, I think he's trying to temper people's expectations. Cause from what I have seen and heard, people are like trilogy's done. They just are sitting on it and waiting for Metroid prime four to be almost ready before they release it. But I mean, this casts a little sh a, a little doubt on on that being technically true. <laughs> well, it just sounds like they just need to get three hundred people to work on it for like a week. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly how it works. Uh, <laughs> you you're about to graduate with a degree in software engineering. Are you sure it wasn't a degree <laughs> in uh, business management? Because that sounds more. <laughs> Maybe I got a double major and you just didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what what are you guys' thoughts on this? Uh, do you think a trilogy port is coming? I've read the same thing, that it's ready and they're waiting. I don't know. I, it's, it seems like more bad news for the Metroid franchise. Like, I, I can't imagine being like a diehard Metroid fan. I mean, I, I like Metroid, but... Being a diehard fan, and then with all the the delays with four, and and then to see this, since it sounded like they were gonna have to hard code everything from three to get it to to port to the Switch, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. What do you guys think? Maybe they do one and two and skip three. Yeah, it just it just seems kind of weird to do that. I don't know. Like may, maybe they just. Do I mean, I. I feel like if they're just going to do like one or two, they might just stick with the first. That's what I was going to say. I don't know why just... that just seems a little less weird than the first two and not the third. But... I I do have to ask, though, 
what has what has retro been working on since metroid prime 3 no they did they did donkey kong country tropical freeze that's that's been out for a while what were they what have they been working on they weren't working on metroid prime 4 originally So maybe they maybe this is what they're working on. They 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 did put that team of people on it, and that's it. It will be coming. And maybe instead of a port, it will be like more of a remaster. That would be awesome. That would be cool. So like they they remaster maybe, and in that case, maybe they do just do the first game, and they just remaster it with uh, enhanced graphics, uh, better. Be- better quality everything. Yeah, that'd be one way to get me to buy the game for the third time. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo is so good at that. I can't tell you how many times I've bought um I don't know Super Mario 64. Like I I've I've owned that several times in several iterations. Yeah, yeah, I've I've bought that a, a yeah. few times. Um uh, and another one Pokemon. I feel like I've bought in the I've, I've bought Pokemon Red in some form like four times at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they 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 do. They they definitely value their IP holds its value and games hold their value. I think it would be really cool if the trilogy port is a thing, um, especially if it's going to launch pre-Metroid Prime 4, so people can... Uh, people that might be new to the series. Because there's going to be people that get Metroid Prime 4 that have not played a Metroid Prime game before. Uh, I'm I'm going to be one of those yeah, people. practically you, right? You, you played part of the first one, didn't you? Mm-mm. Or is it the third? I played the third, yeah, a little bit of the third. You know, I, I really hope that if they are rebuilding 3 that nintendo is is thinking about doing something different with their motion controls i like motion controls in some games but they have to have the the button control capability too like they're the putting option. into yeah. games now like it's just gonna make it so much easier for them to resell it on the switch 4 you know yeah yeah that's true uh make it more future-proofed uh, that's a, a definitely a good i a good line of thinking because yeah it, it's like with this uh, Skyward Sword port, I'm I am interested to see how that's gonna work. I kind of want to use the motion controls because I feel like that's the way it's meant to be played. But I do like that they found a way to map it to uh, the controller, so you don't have to use that, and you can play on your Switch Lite. So yeah, that's that's a good good point. Uh, moving on, we have uh, a, we do have one that did not get delayed and is now uh, released. We have Calculator releasing on the Nintendo Switch eShop. And there you go. This has officially Exciting become stuff. this has officially become uh, an all inclusive machine. <laughs> <laughs> Switch uh, S- Switch Two is going to be a cell phone as well. It's going to have all. It's just going to be. It, it's going to become everything. Well, we're we're still missing. We don't have a camera. Which seems weird since the the 3ds had a camera. I I always thought like, why did we lose that? But oh well. <laughs> so if yeah, if you're looking for a calculator and you use your switch a lot, I okay. So the reason I want to talk about this is because I really am sad that I'm no longer in school 
because I would have loved this. I would have been like bringing my switch to school, pulling it out, <laughs> tossing it on my desk, and when someone goes, "Hey, wait, it's hey, we're the whoa. calculator," yeah, I'm like, "Oh, I'm using the calculator." <laughs> It's the whole let reason I bought quickly, the Switch. Yeah. yeah. Let me just quickly close out of the Legend of Zelda and bring up my calculator. <laughs> I feel like the calculator app needs to have quick switch functionality. <laughs> like that needs to be programmed into it. Are they you selling just, it for like ten bucks? Is that the price point? I'm pretty sure. Is yeah. It, it's not free. <laughs> it is <laughs> not. They are charging it. Let, 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 well, yeah. I'll pull it up right now. Let's see here. Calculator on the uh, Nintendo Switch. Yeah, ten dollars. It's like I just assumed it would be free. I, I... Does it oh. do like? I'm seeing that it's scoring really well on Metacritic. <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> um, hey. I... Are we are they, are they really charging ten dollars? Because does this do more than a regular calculator? Can it like graph stuff and whatnot? Is this like a? This just looks like a basic calculator. Yeah, I, I mean, can't I believe this. Like... <laughs> what? What? Yeah, okay, it's it's for in case you're out and about with your switch and you just don't have a phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder. It, you know, like like you're you're out. Do you guys remember those old math problems from from elementary school? Where it was like you know you run into somebody on the street and they ask you if if this train left at the, this time and another train left at the other time, what time would they both arrive at the same place? Oh yeah, this is for that. Like you don't have your cell phone, but you have your switch and you can you know do the long division to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's for but ten it's... bucks. I mean, who's buying this I, thing? Yeah, I. I don't know, but apparently they're loving it, according to... I mean, uh, I got Moonlighter for $8. And I... Hard to imagine I'd get more use out of this calculator app than that. It's got yeah. a lot of replay replayability, I, I guess. Really... <laughs> yeah. I, I'm still just trying to find some reason why it costs... <laughs> it, it just looks like it's a regular calculator. I feel like I feel like you need to get it now, I got to, to review for our for our channel. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not going to be getting this. Uh, and yeah, there you go. Um, on some slightly uh, better and more exciting news, we have two brand new renders of our boy Waluigi. And and if you are way excited about those renders, which I, I feel like I need to just pull a picture of that up to, to show. <laughs> I should have prepared. Uh, but if you're excited about that, they also, Power A is putting out a uh, Waluigi-themed controller, which it's pretty hilarious because Waluigi doesn't fit on top, so it, like, curves on the arm of the controller. I know I have a picture of this downloaded somewhere. It's so you can potentially play Waluigi in Smash Bros. It's so you can potentially play as Waluigi in Smash Bros. Yeah, I think they're just trying to hype us up. They're they're hinting at what's to come. Okay, guys, I've got I've got this pulled up. Let me let me uh let's see here. We'll share my screen and go live with that. Hopefully, this doesn't break 
OBS. Boom, there you go. In the <laughs> for those watching live, this is this is a beautiful photo of our pal Waluigi. Yeah, I I've seen this, but I hadn't noticed before. Is that his tongue sticking out? He's like gonna <laughs> lick the flower. Yep. Yeah, it's like a uh, like a it it's like Girahim from uh, Skyward Sword. Oh. Like, yeah. It, <sighs> Nintendo knows exactly what they're doing here, guys. They they know they know. Like how could they? How could they not <laughs> have done you know, that I, on purpose? I kind of like it though. They're just like leaning into this this Waluigi subculture that Nintendo fans have. You know, so many times Nintendo tries to play it safe and and not let fans have fun with some of that stuff. But it seems like with Waluigi, they're just leaning into it. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm hopeful that this means more, especially with them saying that they're doing the uh, that Power A is doing a Waluigi themed controller. And they release. What is that render for? Like it was, it for was fun. shown in a Nintendo Minute episode, um, just as a comparison for colors. And it was like, <laughs> where did you get this? Because that's never existed anywhere else. That was the first time that had been seen. And then they also uh, released his uh, golf outfit for Mario Golf Super Rush. And he's rocking the fedora and like the full mobster outfit. I like it, the buttoned up vest and everything. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm uh, between him and then like Wario's tycoon, like cowboy hat and checkered pants. You're like, man, these guys look like they're ready to play some golf. Did you guys catch the uh, the Waluigi and um wario snl skit last week too i did not it was like quite a week for them yeah yeah they were on snl uh who was was it elon musk was elon musk (laughs) he was playing wario perfect so yeah i mean it's an exciting week to be a waluigi wario fan (laughs) all 10 of them are probably really excited all 10 of them are probably yeah they probably are (laughs) Uh, I'm one of those ten, probably president of that fan club. War- Waluigi is my favorite. We'll we'll talk about Waluigi some more later. So that's a, a hint at at the community corner. So that's about all we have for news. And what a way to end! We'll talk about uh, Waluigi and Wario. So let's move to the next segment of our show, which is out of the realm of news and into the realm of rumor. And today in the rumor mill, we have uh, a big rumor circulating around right now. Uh, it had been circulating already, but has recently been brought up again that the team that was behind Mario Odyssey, so Nintendo internal um, team is working on a new Donkey Kong title likely to be announced at E3. Now, the reason that uh, this is being hyped up so much now was from a prominent leaker. uh, Gosh, I can... The name escapes me at the moment. But put up just a blog post on several things that they uh, believed would be happening in in regards to E3. And 
they doubled down that the Donkey Kong game is not going to be a 3D title, but a 2D title, or 2.5D, um, as modern 2D games kind of all still have a 3D look to them, but they're still a 2D platformer. Uh, but there are also several rumors floating around that it will be a 3D game. A lot of people speculating it'll be like Donkey Kong 64. Was that Zippo that was saying it was going to be two and a half? Was yes, Zippo. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And Zippo, uh, I mean, he's had some, or Zippo's had some great predictions uh, in the past, uh, especially in regards to like Smash Bros. So I can definitely see some credibility here. It's been a while since the Donkey Kong title came out. So I, I, I can see it happening. What are what are you guys thinking it will be? Uh, what would you like to see? I think I'd definitely like to see a, a 3D Donkey Kong. I feel like there are a lot of cool things they could do with that in 3D. I, for some reason, I've, I haven't been able to get as into the 2D Donkey Kong games so much. Yeah. I mean, you did play through the entire Donkey Kong Country, the first one. Yeah. I mean, I definitely enjoyed that, but uh, I tried uh, Tropical Freeze. I think that was one at least, and uh, I, I didn't get very far into it. Yeah, it's... Uh, I, I am in the same boat. Like, I know people love Tropical Freeze. I know people love it. But I just I just couldn't get into it, guys. I, I was like, I just don't... I, I don't like this game that much. <laughs> Uh, I know, I know that like I, I really liked the art style. Um, I, I thought that they, I, I've talked about how I like the original art style a little bit more because it's a little bit more unique. Because um, I remember thinking like, whoa, for Donkey Kong Country, like this is three D, this is groundbreaking. Whereas this looks a little bit more generic, and what we've come to know, like this is what Donkey Kong looks like, similar to how Mario looks. Um. But they did things with like the shadow levels where you're just an outline of Donkey Kong. Uh, those are really cool. So I, I like the look of the game. It's a very pretty game, but I, I don't, yeah, I didn't get into it. I've tried it several times and never really, I don't think I ever made it past World 1. <laughs> I'm, I'm a disappointment as a Nintendo fan. You know, it... I really hope it's it's another 3D attempt. I never played um, 64 Donkey Kong 64. I think I think you had to have the expansion pack or the the yeah. extra 64 thing, right? Yeah, they sold it with it in uh, for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I never had that. Never got to play it. Um, but you know, this is sort of a, a meta point. But if it's 2D, I mean, it's probably going to be a great game, but They've got the Odyssey team working on it. You know, you're, you're going to kind of expect something huge and awesome. It does make me worry, though. Well, what's the what's going on with Odyssey 2 if they've got this team tied up on a Donkey Kong 3D? So I don't know. I'm, I'm sort of of two minds about it. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I I personally think that it's not if, if it's 2D, then they're not putting the whole team on this. There's no way. I do wonder if they would put enough stock into it to make another 3D, because that's what I want as well. I, I think uh, Donkey Kong 64... I, I enjoy Donkey Kong 64. Um, I know it's got mixed reception, 
because uh, it was in that like awkward teenager phase of 3D platforming, you know, where, where transition from a 2D game to a 3D game, and there was it's not perfect. There's a lot of kinks, uh, but I, I I do think it would be cool because Nintendo really hasn't done like a platformer, a 3D platformer in a while. Uh, Odyssey, I I wouldn't really describe as a platforming game it's more of an adventure exploration type game with some platforming but that's i I don't know yeah so so something maybe 3d platformer but i also think just straight up making an odyssey like game with those with those big levels that you can just openly explore in a donkey kong world that would be amazing That, that i think that would be really cool there's a lot that you can do with that. You know, Nintendo always has like this gimmick with with their big first party releases. I mean, you know, with Odyssey, it was Cappy. With um, Sunshine, it was Flood. It, uh, Galaxy, you had the gravity mechanic. It, like, it would just be so cool to see something like that with Donkey Kong. So it's not just, you know, your normal jumping around and throwing barrels and stuff, but actually have some sort of gimmick that, makes that game stand out yeah what kind of gimmicks do you guys think they could do for this i mean they've done gimmicky donkey kong games before that have been like they did the bongo drum one oh yeah the rhythm based combat (laughs) they turn it into a (laughs) turn-based fighting game donkey kong as a fire emblem game That would be interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. It, yeah, I mean, I never would have been able to predict Happy as a a gimmick, so I'm sure if they come up with some gimmick, it, it'll be something I'm not expecting, but it, it'll be great. Yeah, I, I think one of the things for 64 was that you could play as a variety of characters and swap between those characters. Bringing that back would be really cool. Uh, and... I don't know. I'm I'm waiting for a game to do what Odyssey did, but be able to support multiplayer. And I feel like Donkey Kong's a good chance for that. So you've got an op- uh, like an open exploration game where you can play as uh, Donkey Kong and Diddy. Yeah, that would be awesome. A lot better than like your second player playing as Cappy, right? Yeah, that's no fun. <laughs> That's the the little brother mode, but no little brother actually wanted to play that, right? Yeah. And then in Mario Odyssey, or not Mario, Mario Galaxy, you had the extra pointer. Remember that? Oh yeah. Shoot the shoot the star bits. Yeah, and you could pause enemies. I remember we used that a couple times to cheat, a couple times to cheese levels. But yeah, that's a that's one where I'm like, I I think that would be a cool thing if multiplayer is the focus so yeah beyond that uh the same rumor also doubled down on a 2d metroid game being in development and this could be good news in the wake of the trilogy being kind of shot down um which which is again just another disappointment (laughs) just another (laughs) disappointment a 2D Metroid game that uh, would potentially be announced at E3. I, 
I do have to come in here with, you know, we have our rumor mill. We always, uh, I, I always bring in my massive, my massive grain of salt to eat with the, with all these rumors, because we're, a lot of these are like, this is all going to be announced at E3. We're going to get this and this and this and this and this. Uh, and then we end up with, you know, uh, pro WrestleMania 2000 and, uh, <laughs> Gosh, what was the superhero teen girl squad? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you get, you yeah. get games like that instead, and then people are like, this was a waste. So I, I think we we can't come in too hyped for these things, but it does make sense. It has been a long time since we got a 2D Metroid. Yeah, um, and I, I just feel like something has to be, something big has to be in this E3. I don't know if it's something for from these rumors or not but i mean 2021 is still a pretty light year for releases and i don't think there's a holiday release yet either right i don't think right. zelda is going to be it you don't think zelda is going to be it i don't or, think so I, and if it I is think... they'd have to mention it in a mention it at e3 i would think it's uh, i'm pretty sure if we don't get anything at e3 then it's definitely not coming yeah this year yeah all, all we have for right now, it kind of all ends in July, which is interesting because we do have games announced for July and June. Uh, so E3, will E3 focus? I, I think E3 will mention those. Like we'll probably see a little bit more Mario Golf. We'll probably see a little bit more of Zelda Skyward Sword. Um, but other than that, our year is pretty empty post July. Like what's what's happening? So when are the Pokemon remakes? Is that the fall? I can't remember. Oh, that is that is sounds about year. right. I think that's November. Uh, Mike effect, check that. Uh, but yeah, so the Diamond Pearl remakes, which I, I don't think they're going to count that as like a a big title because they're remakes. That I, I I feel like they're leaning more towards Legends as their next big Pokemon title, but I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it looks like it just says late 2021. There are kind of rumors that November would be a prime time to release it. Would be. Yeah, so what's what's your guess, Justin, for a big game coming for this uh, E3 to be like the, the holiday closeout for the year? I could watch this in December and be incredibly embarrassed. Um, but I, I've read a lot of stuff about a new Mario Kart. Ending the year with a, a Mario Kart Ultimate or or Mario Kart Nine. I don't know. I, I could see that. I think that, um, it's it's been a lo- the the one that is on the Switch is technically a Wii U title, right? So yeah, it's like eight years sense. old, eight or nine years old. Dang, dang, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, I didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um i was listening to a conversation about this today uh from another podcast and and they made the point that the there's so much more you can do with the uh, with the series like a lot of people say like oh this is the definitive mario kart but there's there's a lot more you can do you can definitely add more characters to the roster um more can be done to make your carts more customizable uh where you can where you can change the colors and stuff costumes i was gonna say like 
I look at Mario Kart Tour on on mobile and I go, why why don't we have that over here on a main game? Like their game looks so much cooler with all of the releases and stuff than what we have with Eight Deluxe. They could do something cool with online too, you know, like like have um like grand prix and stuff that are online that that you can join yeah. in on and like really get in on the the multiplayer aspect it it sounded like with the uh the mario party dlc that they were testing out some new servers so i don't know i i really hope nintendo steps up their online gameplay yeah yeah mario kart mario kart i'd say functions pretty well um, they programmed it really well with their the online. Uh, there are still some weird things you'll see where like you hit someone with a shell and they don't spin out. Uh, things like that. But for the most part, it doesn't affect your game. You're not going to see like stuttering ever. But yeah, you're right. More modes like for sure would be really cool. Um, if you could set up like tournaments, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. What do you guys think? What do you, you think is coming at the end of the year? They have to have something. Retro Prime Four. <laughs> okay, but what? I I know that's what you want. But what do you really think? I I, I think if I believe hard enough, it might actually happen. <laughs> I just gotta manifest it. Yeah. <laughs> Make my dreams a reality. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I'm kind of hopeful. Breath of the Wild Two. I'm. Probably not is what I'm thinking, but I, I think there's still that chance. Yeah, so I don't think that the big thing is Donkey Kong. I don't think that the big thing is Metroid uh, 2D, 2D Metroid. Um, just I'm just I, I'm just looking at like sales numbers and what like what turns profit, and like what was the holiday game this last year? Was it, was it Zelda? Was it uh, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity? Was that like the holiday title? That's the one I'm I remembering. It... And that didn't do super hot. I'm. I don't think that they're gonna have two years where they like. It, it did well. It did well enough. I think it sold a few few million, but not as much as I I'd say a holiday title for Nintendo. Typically, they're hoping will sell. Yeah, just such a niche game. Yes, I mean it's it was fun, but it was not for everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you, you can't forget uh, Doom Eternal. Last year was a holiday. That title. was a holiday title. Yeah, it looks like uh, December eighth when it came out on I Switch. I forgot. Yeah, they delayed might... it. They delayed it a bunch. Yeah, because we were doing our uh, we were doing the Nintendo Pals Awards, and it like just barely come out. <laughs> it won the it won an award. Don't remember what but yeah, so I, remember, I can't remember if it was best soundtrack or something or it's like best music yeah best. um i i really think that it's got it's got to be a zelda something i am hopeful it's breath of the wild too but it might just be um another hd collection uh so i'm d talking like the uh rumored double pack of Wind Waker and Twilight Princess HD. I I still don't think they're going to sell those as a bundle. 
I still think that they're going to sell them separate. Like, why would they bundle them together? They can make, they know they can make money selling them separately. I don't know. It's, it seems weird to me that they would sell Skyward Sword, you know, for 60 bucks or whatever, and then bundle two more, um, you know, Zelda titles together. I don't know. It just seems like those would cannibalize each other. Like, like, can you, can you see a parent being like, yeah, I'll buy you all three Zelda games this year right oh no yeah and that's that's the other thing is like there's all these rumors of there's even been rumors now of a uh hd port of ocarina of time and majora's mask as a double pack and i'm like can they do this much zelda at once like can they really and and expect it to be as successful as they're hoping i don't i don't know um I've brought this up several times, but I think a Wii Sports something would be a big hit, uh, and could be considered a big a big seller ticket item. Because I I know Wii Sports kind of doesn't count as the best selling game of all time, <laughs> with its like eighty something million because it's a bundle. But Wii Sports Resort is in the top ten Nintendo sellers of all time, which is wow. the sequel. So. If you took away the, uh, I, 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 there's arguments you could be made here. Like, well, if you took away the bundle, would Wii Sports have sold that well? I don't know, but the, those those games, there's there isn't something like that right now on the Switch. You, Clubhouse Fifty One Games is probably the closest you'd get, and that doesn't have the name power of of Wii Sports. So I'm I'm hopeful that something like that will be coming. That's that's my guess. I know this is that's a kind of a wild card guess. We're gonna get a Wii Sports on the Switch, but uh, uh, like a, a Nintendo Sports World or something like that. Some some casual targeted uh, sport title. Maybe maybe Strikers. Strikers. That would be pretty oh, cool. Oh, that would be awesome. I would, I would love that. Yeah. We have uh, Oso in yeah. Oso in chat says. Uh, he is hoping for Donkey Kong, but in Octopath Traveler art style. <laughs> uh, that one's a joke, but he said he's thinking it's going to be Mario Kart as well. He agrees with Justin. I've also heard rumors that it's Mario Party 2. Super News? Super Mario Party 2, not new. <laughs> Too many well, titles. That seems kind of weird to, like, right after updating to allow online play. Was it a test? I think it was a test. I think it's going to be DLC, though. I don't think it's going to be a, a a two. Yeah, that game sold really well. If they did a two, uh, uh, if it was like a big enough thing that they could do two, maybe. But you can make the same argument with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. It's like, well, why make a new game when it sold so well? I yeah, feel it like... like it's, it's still selling pretty well. I, but I feel like a new one would also sell really well. Like Mario Kart is always going to be up there because of what it is. Mario Kart Wii sold like crazy. Yeah, everybody who currently has Mario Kart 8 is going to buy the next one. You know, they're, they're just going to double their sales. But That's true. Mario Party, like I remember when it came out, we had friends over. Like every time they came over, we were all playing Mario Party, you know? But we only had four boards, so you play through it a couple of times, and you never want to play those boards again. Yeah. So they come out with a DLC, maybe add eight more boards, or remaster some old boards from some of the old games. 
I don't know. I, I think you could sell that for 20 bucks. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree. It's, it's one, I don't think they were planning on it doing as well as it did. I, I, I think, to be honest, because the last several in the series have been kind of swing and miss. Uh, you look at Mario Party 9 and 10, and you just go, eh, those, those didn't do as good as I think they were hoping. And so they come in with this one, and it's more of a classic style, but kind of bare bones as far as like a Mario Party game goes. And then it's sold like crazy. It's just selling super well. And I wonder if dropping the number uh, helped the series feel more newcomer-friendly. Made it more fresh, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like a soft reboot of Mario Party game series. Could yeah. totally well, be what happened. It was like Smash Ultimate, right? Like, after a while, it just, you know, all the all the weird naming conventions get kind of old. Like, this is the ultimate one. Buy this one. Yeah. And maybe yeah. that's what they do for Mario Kart as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I, th- I think a Mario a Party would be a really cool a really cool addition. Uh, Mario Kart Zero, and they also include F-Zero <laughs> characters. <laughs> they should. It would, it, would, it would probably not please the F-Zero fan base, but, I mean, it's the best we're going to get. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I think Mario Kart Ultimate. Mario Kart Prime. They have Metroid Prime characters. Yeah. I was thinking about this. Someone was like, oh, yeah, what? who would you have in uh, if you added characters to the roster? And I was like, what if they added, like, a Metroid? A, a playable Metroid as a <laughs> character to Mario Kart. I just imagine be that great. being pretty Also, fun. I'd actually really like, a, like Diddy Kong. Like the, oh, yeah. The Diddy Kong Racing. Uh, I'd like to see some of those brought I, back. I do have to bring this into chat because I had the exact same thought. This probably came from uh, came from our buddy Oso, Mario Kart Maker. Uh, there was a game Oso. You'll have to remind me cool. uh, that was on the PlayStation. I played on his system uh, where you could make your own tracks, and uh, that it, it was it was like Mario Kart, but you uh, basically drove around and designed your track to be however you wanted. Then you could drop things in. Mod Nation Racers. Thanks, Oso. Uh, that's that having that in Mario Kart would just be incredible. A Mario Kart level maker. Um, adding that to Smash Bros. Back when Smash Bros. didn't have a level editor, when they first added that to Brawl, even though it was pretty basic, was pretty mind blowing. Uh, of the new, uh, like a new gimmick. So I think if they're gonna make a new Mario Kart, like that could be the gimmick. Well, and they kind of tested it out with uh, Home Circuit, right? You could make your own courses. I mean, it was the the augmented reality, but maybe they're already thinking about it. Well, they did it in that uh, in the Labo, uh, the Labo motorcycle. You could make tracks. Oh yeah, as well. Yeah, I didn't. Th- I forgot about Mario Kart Live uh, that you made. Like, yeah, that was like the whole game was making your own tracks. This, but. I think we're onto something here, guys. I'm, I'm hoping that we this got is it. what. Yeah, I'm hoping this is what we get. If if this comes back, we're just gonna. I, I'm just gonna say right now, we're all prophetic. That's what we're, we're magicians in the world of Nintendo. 
Well, with that, let's move to the last segment of our show, which is the Community Corner. And we have two topics for discussion here in the Community Corner. The first we're going to focus on here is I am seeing a growing movement um, vocalization of, God, I don't, I don't really want to call it complaining, um, but of, I don't even want to call it frustration. Dissatisfaction. Dissatisfaction with the content coming for Animal Crossing New Horizons um, for their DLC. And I have thoughts on this, but I wanted to, I, I just want to get the topic out here and, and ask what you guys think about this. Have you seen, have you seen or heard this kind of um, talk that it's not like, like it's uh, been light? I mean, we just, we just hit their year mark and they kind of just uh, hit the repeat button on the events so far. There hasn't been anything big or new. What are you, who are your thoughts? Yeah, I, you know, that, like so many other people, that game came out at the right time for me, and me and my wife were really, really into it. Um, and then after six months, we, we, we haven't really picked it up. And I, Animal Crossing, with, with their updates, haven't really given me a reason to go back yet. Like, I thought about picking it up again whenever the Super Mario 35th announcement came out and they added like the warp pipes and stuff and i thought that was really cool but i've, I've been pretty disappointed with some of the, the extra stuff too all that mario stuff got me to go back for like three days <laughs> yeah really, I, I, like, I got like practically everything i wanted and, and now i'm good so i have mixed feelings on this because i i agree with the disappointment. Um, but I also feel like the game there's, I'm seeing complaints that say that the game is not finished or that the game was not finished when it was released and that we had to wait for DLC for it to become complete, which I do not think is true. Um, I think the game was a complete game when you got it. Like the whole story was there, which story, I don't know what you really say, but, but like the whole, all the mechanics for paying off your house um, and getting unlocking the island um, deck. Gosh, what is it called? The terraforming. God, I just, <laughs> the island terraforming. All of that was there, um, and the DLC at from that point on was just like extra stuff. It didn't make the game complete. It just gave it more, um, which I think is Nintendo's philosophy on DLC. They're very much uh, oriented for. We are making this. Uh, we're making a complete game, and then we will make DLC for it. Uh, they're not like designing a game and then going, "Okay, we're going to release this part, and then the next part will come out later." Kind of deal, like you'll see with some some games out there. Uh, it's coming very normal. Uh. So all that aside, I I actually looked this up. Uh, if you look up the time to beat Animal Crossing New Horizons, uh, the average play, the average play time for the main story, 
is 60 and a half hours. That's how long it takes to beat. And then the main plus uh, extras is 120 hours. And if you're a completionist, 355. (laughs) And I look at my playtime and go, I got my money's worth out of this game. And I see that all of these, all of these people, all of these people that are throwing huge, I'm not going to say tantrums, but (laughs) that, that are badgering going like, we're not getting enough updates for Animal Crossing. We're not getting, like, we're not getting enough. These are the same people that put like 200 plus hours into the game uh, back at launch. So I, I really like. I want more. I think I think that Nintendo needs to do more for sure. But I also think that maybe we are expecting too much, because uh, like we've gotten our money's worth out of the game. A lot, of, a lot of people have put in well over a hundred hours into this, and if the time to beat regularly is sixty, and this isn't the kind of game where you just get to the credits and you're done, like I just feel like that. I, I don't know. That that was kind of my thought process. I don't know if you guys agree, disagree. You know, it's so funny, that, like how we think about video games now. It wasn't too long ago where you bought the game and it was like the self-contained thing. When they shipped it, that was it. And now we expect video games to be these living, breathing things that, oh, yeah, of course, it's going to get updated. It, it might not have this feature today, but we'll get it in six months. I, I don't know. I, I don't think that it's it's fair to say hey i paid 60 bucks for this a year ago and i expect to have you know something added for free that's going to add 20 or 30 more hours of playtime for me you know what i mean like i just think that maybe if it's a paid dlc thing but even then those developers want to move on and build something else yep that's very much nintendo's philosophy as well they want to move to the next thing I have seen as well, while we're on this topic, uh, a lot of people going like, well, it's missing features that were present in the last game. And uh, I want to clarify the thinking here, at least for me, I don't quite think that's a fair comparison to go, it should have everything the last game had and more. Um, Because do we expect that of any other series? Like, I, I just don't, I, I don't look him on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, speaking of tantrums, but not getting all the content they want. <laughs> we don't have the, the national Pokedex and every Pokemon's not here. A lot of people get upset about that. It's true. I, I, I don't feel like that's very fair uh, to the, to the companies making the games. Like that's expecting that's treating it like like software more than like game. Like, okay, I bought the new version of Word. It should have all of the old, it should have all of 2013 Word and new stuff. And if it doesn't have all that old stuff, then, then I'm getting robbed here. This isn't like an iterative software thing. It's a sequel to the game and it should be different. Um, even though Animal Crossing has a very core gameplay loop, that it falls with each one. But our buddy uh, over from the uh, Dad Crossing podcast, uh, Nick Tendo, uh, he he pointed out to me that, like, there's a lot of new stuff in this game. Like, terraforming, brand new. Placing furniture outside, brand new. Um, 
new and different character interactions. Uh, you've got the shops are set up differently and the online play is done very differently. So there's like, there's a lot of new things for the series in this game and they took it a different direction. Uh, and I think people just kind of forget those because they want the old stuff in addition to that stuff. I don't know. That's my rant about ranting <laughs> about Animal Crossing. Like, I I just I just kind of chuckle because I know that when when someone's complaining about not getting enough Animal Crossing content, that they have already put in like a full sixty hours into the game. Like, I just I just know that, and I'm like, you got you got it, you got enough. I I think we might even be able to say like, hey, let's just get a sequel. Let's just get a sequel rolling for this, yeah. and maybe maybe we shorten the cycle like for Splatoon. Like Splatoon's getting two games on one console. That's pretty sweet. Animal Crossing could get up there with that. This sold so well, it would not surprise me. Oh, yeah. No way. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's move to the last community corner subject for today. Uh, and this one I think we're going to have some fun with. So did you guys... Um, oh, we're, we're talking top five picks for Smash Bros. character DLC. Do you guys have your lists prepared in numerical order, or did, or is it just a, a grouping? Mine's just a grouping. I, yeah, mine too. Okay, well then we won't go. We won't count down from five to one. Uh, but maybe we'll save like our our top pick in the grouping because I'm sure each of us has like a, a top pick. Uh, so who wants to start? Oh, I knock over my water bottle. <laughs> Who wants to start? Justin, you want to as as our guest, you can go first. Okay. So, do you want me to do just the first four and then save the last one, or give them all to you at once? How about just do one? We can each take one. We'll go round robin. Okay. So this one's one I'm surprised isn't already on there because he's in um, Mario Kart. Shy guy. Oh yeah, right? I'd take yeah, that. I'd love, love shy guy. It, it seems like such an obvious choice, and I, I was thinking about it. And I was like, who would be somebody who you know is in a lot of other kind of stuff? And I started looking at the the uh, Mario Kart rosters. And I was like, wait a second, shy guy wasn't in the original Smash? Nope. Oh. I'd want his final smash to be he just like takes off his mask. And it's like a black <laughs> yeah. hole that sucks everyone in. <laughs> like some crazy thing going on there. That, I it think... just doesn't it like shows that they see, but doesn't show us what it is that everyone just died. Oh yeah. I feel like Shy Guy um is one that like gained popularity through Mario Kart. I don't know if that's like like as a like as a character I, I don't know if that's necessarily true but he was he was he first showed up in mario kart on the ds i believe and anytime you played with download play you had to play a shy guy so you're kind of forced to be a fan <laughs> um but i am a fan of shy guy and, and anytime they show up uh they are super hilarious and well written in paper mario games i think in every paper mario game there's a shy guy i've always had i've always thought like yeah shy guy's the best that's a good pick. Micah, how about you? Okay, well, 
I'll just get my crazy one out of the way. Someone said this as a joke, and it just really stuck with me, but a Tetris L-shape. Oh, I'm going to have to change mine. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the same one. <laughs> I, I know I someone said hilarious. that as a joke, but it just... I mean, it's Tetris. That would be so cool. Yeah. What What are your thoughts on like how it would play? I I just I still can't really picture it. I have no idea how that. <laughs> <would play>. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's not even a Tetris L shape. It's like every sh- Tetris shape, but I put together. I don't know how that would work. Like, yeah, I've I have no idea, but I, I think it'd just be really funny. I have to pick. I like the closest I can get to like imagining what that would look like. Cause you know, Sakurai would take that and just do an awesome job with it. Uh, I, th- I feel like it would be the Tetris L piece or, or, or a Tetris piece. Um, what, whatever. I don't know. What's the most iconic Tetris piece and each, line, I guess. each like side, uh, attack would be a different piece would extend like an arm. Like, Oh, that would be cool. Uh, similar. Maybe to what- it's just like, a block of like the squares and you do like an over smash and you turn into one of the shapes in that and to hit those people or something i don't know oh yeah i, I was i was thinking i was picturing it kind of like pac-man you know how when he does a side smash he like summons a ghost a ghost um and uses like different things from the game yeah i know the final smash would be like a line <laughs> finishing yeah. like, like a... you fall in and yeah yeah that would be pretty great um well then i'm i'm gonna go with since since we're i'm kind of i didn't rank mine really but this one's gonna be on the uh lower tier and that's gonna be the uh goomba stack oh that was one of mine as well oh wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about these uh, a bunch but i I'm, I'm not gonna say goomba it can be just goomba um, and maybe something with uh, the further you get into the match, the more of a stack you build up, or something like that. Um, or it's like ice climbers where they maybe you start together. as a stack, and the more damage you take, the smaller you get. Yeah, you, you or the opposite, but... and it gets easier to hit you. That'd be scary. I <laughs> <laughs> like be... anti Lucario. You don't get scarier the more percentage you have. You just get more afraid. Yeah, I, I feel like it would be a lot of fun to see what they do with just the most iconic enemy in all of gaming, right? Like the, the Goomba. So I guess I, I guess the build up that you're you start out as one Goomba and you get beat up, and then like a new fresh Goomba comes in and takes the bottom <laughs> part, so that you can have a little rest. And it just keeps <laughs> building. It's like yeah, yeah. That, that's that's my my pick. Um, I, and I'm, I, my list is kind of a combination of things I think are possible in addition to like what I want. Um, not just like, oh yeah, because, because, so I left things like Sora off my list. I don't think Sora is possible. Um, and like Goku, Spider-Man, like, like, like that kind of stuff I left off my list. I went with So you more probably like don't have Shrek on your list then? Maybe I'll... there were people that voted for shrek in the big poll that they did i know that there were uh, there was a fairly good percentage anyways justin give us your next pick (laughs) all right uh this one's kind of my silly one but it's possible let's draft hop from sword and shield 
I just want to beat up Hop in Smash. <laughs> I don't even know. I haven't played Sword and Shield. I don't even know who that is. He's the your your rival. The your rival. rival? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, would he be like Pokemon trainer, or you want actually Hop in there so that you can? Beat I just him? want Hop. Just him. <laughs> just... He's just overwhelmingly really underpowered. Yeah. I take that. That would be that would be pretty. I think that would be pretty funny. <laughs> no, I really like what they did with the Pokemon trainer. I, I think it would be cool to have a, an updated one with different so starters, Pokemon. maybe. Yeah, uh, that'd be really cool. Well, I'll I'll give my pick right here then. Um, I think, or I I want a um, multi generation Pokemon trainer. So there is currently no Pokemon rep for Gen two, Gen three, and the latest generation so i want them to do a pokemon trainer and pick a poke an iconic pokemon from each of those like a uh, shuckle right shuckle yeah, <laughs> yeah he's pretty iconic there. right <laughs> um it, that would actually be interesting if they instead of going for uh because basically what you get with pokemon trainers you get fast um quick hitter character with squirtle you get kind of a mid-tier in speed and power and then you get charizard who's slower but is a heavy hitter if they focused on three different types of things so maybe one is more of a brawler another one's more of like an energy uh an energy user and then maybe someone in between i think that would be cool and be a nice callback and would make sense with pokemon's 25th anniversary going on right now that's my pick micah um, well i guess I'll, I'll just get it out of the way i gotta i gotta go with waluigi i'm not actually that big a waluigi fan but i just feel like he he deserves to be in there with all the other mario characters they have it just seems a little disrespectful to not have him <laughs> <laughs> when they added Daisy, and no offense to Daisy fans, I know there's a a, a cult following for Daisy. Uh, when they added Daisy, I was I just felt like that was a slap to the face as a Waluigi fan. I was like, man, that's when Daisy gets in before Waluigi. What what has the? Or there's Rosalina been in one game. Yeah. Okay, let me let me talk about like I I understand people love Rosalina, but I do oh, not. Oh, I'm glad they added Rosalina. To be fair, <laughs> I do not get how she just shortcut <laughs> everything. <laughs> she just like the rising the rising star in the Mario franchise to suddenly become like a main character princess after one game. No other character's done that. I I don't know. What about Shy Guy? Shy Guy's worked hard for, for decades. Yeah, for years. Yeah. <laughs> a thankless job. Uh, that's, that was, uh, yeah. A good pick. Waluigi. Justin, you want to give us another one? I kind of jumped out of order there, so. I... Yeah, yeah. Um, so I had another one from Mario's history who gets no love in any of the games. Let's get Gino from Super Mario RPG. There's a lot of Gino fans out there. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I I I think it would be weird. <laughs> because oh, he's only be. been in the he's only been in explode. He's only been in one game. Has he been in any other? That's, he hasn't been familiar. in any other Mario game. 
I think that was it. Yeah. So I I feel like if they're gonna do that, like there has to be something more. Like he's got to come back as a character for Mario in other things. Yeah. Which I wouldn't mind. I think he's a cool character. People people love him. Micah, you got another pick? Yeah. Uh, I believe someone on one of our podcasts said this, and I, I don't remember who it was, but uh, Dr. Robotnik. Oh, that's uh, Seth. Uh, but, uh, all, all in. Yeah, we had him as a guest, and he was talking about this in Discord, actually. Yeah, I was going to bring up oh, some, yeah. of, some of those... Uh, some of those picks there but yeah yeah dr robotnik uh his point i'll I'll just i'll just pull up that discussion here if i can find it quickly uh his point was basically like all of the hero characters in smash bros like the iconic hero characters have their villain there you've got mario and bowser you've got link and ganon um you've got they even got Samus and Ridley now. Yeah, yeah. And so he feels like it would stick really well with the the um, ultimate villain theme. Uh, here's a point he made. He said, uh, it'd be odd for the ultimate Smash Bros. game with Sonic as a playable character not to have his major villain in the roster. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree on that front. And I think he'd be an interesting character. Don't know. Don't know how he'd play. Yeah, that is a good pick. Um, I am gonna circle back. I also want Waluigi. I know you already said this one, but I'll double up on it. I, I, unironically think he needs to be in this game. He's in every party game Mario has. Uh, every sports title. He's in Mario Kart. Uh, I don't get why he's not. A playable character in Smash Bros. I think that he should have been added a while ago. He's kind of iconic and would complete the the Mario Bros. circle. You know, you've got Mario and Luigi, Wario, and there's just a, there's a void there that you feel when you don't have Waluigi in the game. You're like, where is he? I need that void filled. Yeah. And the internet would explode. I, I like. I know he's like very much a meme, like huge, huge a meme on the internet. I wanted him before memes existed. <laughs> like that's how much I wanted Waluigi. But Justin, what's your next pick? I kn- I know this would never happen because of licensing issues, but with Nintendo's relationship with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wouldn't it be awesome to have one of them and to go back to your earlier point about villains, a Ninja Turtle and Shredder. Uh, Wouldn't that be awesome? Man, that would be That'd awesome. Be cool. Especially uh, with their kind of iconic video games that they, they've had. Aren't they in Mortal Kombat? Are they in Mortal Kombat? Are they? Um, What? fighting game are they in uh, they're in a fighting game shredder in mortal kombat seems vaguely familiar seems like something that would happen i'm doing a quick search here yeah i know there like was it. the teenage mutant ninja turtles tournament fighter that's not what i'm looking for um 
I feel like they were in they were announced for Mortal Kombat. Injustice. That's what they're in. Injustice oh. too. Which is Mortal Kombat but with DC superheroes, right? Which Yeah. I feel like that makes less sense actually, but whatever. <laughs> maybe maybe because Injustice is probably a little less uh rip your spine out gory. I don't know though. I don't know about that. Um nice. Ninja Turtle Shredder. Good pick. Good pick. Micah. Um I haven't really come up with one since you uh, stole my Goomba stack. But I just ran looking through uh Nintendo characters and I saw Epona. So <laughs> We don't have a horse character, as far as I can tell. And that could be pretty cool. It's high time. (laughs) I mean, sure. Why not? Or actually, even better, King Boo. I could see that. Get some Boo character. Yeah. That could be cool. Like, like if you weren't looking at him, um, or if you were looking at him, you could hit him. But if, if you weren't, he could be invincible or something. I don't know. They, they could do something cool yeah, like that. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like a lot of his attacks could involve sort of like Pac-Man summoning ghosts, King Boo summoning some ghosts. Yeah, it would be interesting to see what they could do with that character. You can turn someone into a uh, a picture. Is this our fourth? Is this our fourth? My list, my uh, list kind of yes. got thrown off yeah. as well. Um. So, I'll save this as my my number one pick, I guess. Uh, I got, I've got to come up with like another character. I'm like missing. <laughs> I'm missing one now that uh, we, Mike and I, shared such similar ones. Um, let's see here. Do we have any anybody in chat? Oh my gosh, K9 coming in with a save here. Skull Kid. For uh, from Majora's Mask uh, would be a pretty cool uh, addition, and it's been a while since we added a like new fresh Zelda character to the series. It's in the same line of thinking as Epona, except Epona I think is a little more unique. <laughs> yeah, it would be the really cool. Unique's the good thing, right? It'd be cool. Like there's nothing like that in the game. Uh, Maybe it'd fit a little more as an assist trophy. They could add. Yeah, I, I I kind of want some sort of joke character, it because Sakurai likes to always put in I mean, one you, that's like awful. You already bad. mentioned Waluigi, so no, Waluigi's <laughs> not a joke. Uh, no, like like Piranha Plant. When when they first showed that, I was like, what? Um, we we fit trainer. When they first showed we fit trainer, I was like. They really just put Wii Fit Trainer in Smash Bros. I so I I like I want something like that to just shock. Um especially right now for this slot, because the last slot needs to be a big closeout, I I'd say. Like they can't put the joke character at the end. They can't put Byleth at the end of the past. <laughs> like, don't do that again. That was a bad move. Um, 
from the marketing side of things. So yeah, that's my that's gonna be my pick. I'll I'll just go with Skull Kid. All right, so our final picks, uh, Justin. We'll let you lead off. Uh, what what is your like number one most wanted character for Smash Bros? This is another one. It's never gonna happen because of like views, and we've already brought him up. But it would be awesome to have Goku. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would just be it would be the greatest. I get yeah. he's in Jump Force and. I guess I could go play that, but I don't think anybody plays that. <laughs> Nothing quite. I mean, like, you could say, like, oh, they're in this other fighting game. Nothing's like Smash Bros. Like, Smash Bros. is its own thing. It's it's just such a cool, like, standalone, like, this is what it is. I, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I think Goku would be awesome. I, I, I know it would never happen, but I think it would be pretty cool. If they're That's gonna, another one. If they're gonna bring in an anime character, he is the like anime character. Don't bring oh. in don't bring in someone from some new like don't don't bring someone in from some new series. Uh, Dragon Ball is like the renowned like that's anime. I don't know. Yeah, and there there's so many Dragon Ball games on the Nintendo system. I mean, going back to the the NES. I actually think it would be a cool homage, especially if they end up putting Kakarot on the Switch this year. I think it would be awesome. Yeah. What do you got for your number one pick, Micah? Well, I got a... What was that? I'm I'm honestly curious because I I have no idea what this is for you because because you've already given all the ones that I'm like, oh, this is what Micah's going to pick. I mean, they they already have him as an assist trophy, but Isaac from Golden Sun. Oh my gosh! Duh! I can't believe I forgot about Isaac. Number one. I just feel like there's so many cool things you could do. Yeah. Um, my number one pick, uh, which will probably come as no no surprise to Micah, but this is actually from a series I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, Master Chief from halo now my thinking here and, and why i i want him in because i don't feel like there is an xbox rep in smash bros uh and, and if you think about it microsoft has provided steve um and ex- and by extension they've um offered banjo kazooie with rare right but when you think about those characters you don't tie them to xbox you tie them to, uh, I, I tie Minecraft to PC, um, and I tie uh, Banjo to the N64. I, I think of Banjo more as a Nintendo character than as a Microsoft character, which is funny because, like, he's not been a Nintendo character since the N64. But you think about PlayStation, and you think about reps for PlayStation, um, and Cloud and Sephiroth are like, yeah, that makes sense. Like that, they, they rep the PlayStation crowd, even though they're not really PlayStation characters; they're Square yeah. characters. Um, but if you think about Xbox, I mean, I like half the reason I want him in is to see his reveal trailer. You know, <laughs> like, like you just you just picture like guys fight, like maybe Star Fox and guys fighting in space, um, and they're fighting like the master hand 
the the like big orb of light they're they're shooting at it and stuff and then you just see like a ship come in and it just starts playing the guitar yeah like comes floating out holding on to a big bomb yeah i i just like it would be just so mind-blowing i i feel like that that would be really cool so that's i i think I and and I think it would tie really well with maybe a release of the new Halo Infinite game, uh, or like more info coming on that, um, or hear me out here, a Master Chief Collection port coming to the Switch. We've talked about rumored partnership between Xbox and Nintendo, and everybody's like Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass. I'm like, no, guys, it's Chief and Smash, and they're. They're doing a little share, and they're going to share the original. The original Halo games should run on a Switch. I'm pretty sure they'll run fine, right? And that, like, that's, I think that would be, like, just a really cool um, collaboration. So, yeah. Halo, the original Halo, and what, what was the second one? Were they on the original Xbox? Or was it just the first one? I can't remember. Halo 2. I think Halo 2 was 360, I want to say, but I really don't know. What platform was that on? But yeah, the Switch could definitely run at least those first three. Yeah, it looks like it was Xbox 360, according to my really quick Google search. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Man, after seeing what they did with Monster Hunter, the Switch can run almost anything it's it's amazing when it's when it, you know when it's actually built for the switch yeah yeah well and they just put over um what was that game the zombie game that was built on the halo engine uh gosh i cannot remember what the game's called Stubbs the zombie. Thanks. Chat coming in and saving my bacon today. <laughs> uh, Stubbs the, the zombie uh, in Rebel Without a Pulse. That was, uh, yeah, I remember the title. Oh, now. yeah. And that that was just a port of basically a GameCube, or not GameCube, uh, uh, an Xbox game. And they also just put on that Star Wars game that was uh, also an Xbox title. So I think it's doable. I think a port of those games coming over makes sense. And I feel like that would just be a really cool thing for... It'd be like, wow, we're playing Halo on, an, on a portable Nintendo system. Like, what? That would be pretty mind-blowing. I know there's a... Like, a lot of people want Doomguy. Um, I don't think of Doomguy as iconic as Halo. Personally. I think Doomguy is iconic, but not not to the level of Halo. And maybe that's just because Doom is riding high current. I think it's got that like like these these current last couple games have been like super good. But prior to that, like there, there was a huge gap <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, from like Doom being really good. Um, and Halo's kind of dropped off since the original trilogy. It's kind of gone down in its uh, in its popularity and quality. But it's still like the Xbox game, you know. And he's the mascot. Yeah. I don't know. They've already got like uh 
they've got Peach in the game, and Cortana and Peach are the same voice actress, or were at some point, so they've already got already got the voice actors lined up. Yeah. So I gotta give some honorable mentions here, because we did we did have some uh folks in the community corner talking about this game. Monkey Thunder says, I just want Rayman. Oh yeah. Rayman's a good Pretty a good, good pick. Uh and uh no one put this but Plock. You know, Plock's Plock's out there. Yeah, I, I was waiting for you to say Plock as one of them. I don't I don't want it. I I I don't know. I I like I said, my list I tried to be realistic. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel like Plock would have a fighting chance. Sorry, buddy. Um, and then yeah, Doctor Eggman. Uh, there was more on here. We had Solo something also wanted to see. He was like, I, he's like, I know this would never happen, but he would love to see some Naruto characters in. Um, but I think if he's watching, he'd probably be okay with a Goku. I'm guessing. Um, and let's see. I know we had one for Mole. I'm surprised nobody's mentioned Crash. You know, with the oh, Insane yeah. Trilogy now. I don't want Crash, Crash and Smash Bros. I don't want him no? in there. No, I'm like, I'm not a big Crash Bandicoot fan at all. Like, I'm not, I'm also not a big, I, like, I played Halo, but I never owned an Xbox. So I, uh, like, I've played it. But anytime I played a Crash game, I was always unimpressed. I go. like wow. i didn't think they were i think crash would be cool i didn't think they were horrible but i didn't i didn't like i don't know i didn't get attached to it in like as as a kid i don't have the nostalgia for it at all you know halo's a game i feel like i can say like i don't have nostalgia for but i can go back and play it and enjoy it whereas like crash i feel like you have to have played it at the time yeah, I, I it didn't know. age super well either. The the gameplay, no, it's pretty challenging. It's pretty challenging as well. Maybe maybe I'm just not smart enough to understand Crash <laughs> Bandicoot. But yeah, I like that would be pretty cool. He he would be like another definitive PlayStation representative, right? Yeah, him or Spyro, right? Or, like oh, Spyro, yeah, yeah. There's another one. Our Ratchet and Clank, Ratchet and Clank. I think would be oh, cool. Yeah. I I do wonder how much cuz these this latest uh character roster all of the all of the fighter pass announcements have all been games that or like characters that uh are like pretty hype characters to help promote things so I, that's kind of where my brain went with the master chief collection and stuff um and I feel like the crash ship has sailed. Like they they've come out with all the stuff that they're going to be coming out with on the Switch for Crash. Yeah. Same with Spyro. They did they did the uh, Spyro trilogy. But I don't know. I mean, I mean, then those the same people uh, that made that decision also put Min Min in for Arms, and Arms had been kind of considered a dead game, and uh, Byleth. <laughs> well, like, which I guess is to promote the new Fire Emblem, uh, which yeah. is still, still selling. Just come out with a, a new Fire Emblem costume or something for that. We already got enough of those guys. 
Yes. So when does when does Sakurai put himself in the game? <laughs> you know? That like that's the, the ultimate fighter at the end. That, that should be hilarious. the last one. Uh, uh, or Master Hand. That's what I was, I, that's what I was gonna say. Like game. spiritually, Sakurai is Master Hand, right? Like they 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 put in Master Hand and his final smash, it sort of just like zooms out and it's Sakurai with like the Master Hand glove on. And he like takes the he takes a, a like a toy version of the character and throws it. Yeah, and then it goes like, back to up. game and and they're like Wah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty hilarious. You know, one, one thing we didn't talk about um with all these new Star Wars games coming out now, uh with with Disney's um purchase of, of LucasArts. I wonder if if there could be some more Disney characters in Smash, you know? Like that could open the door to hundreds of characters. Yes. I my thought process is like Smash Bros, I think is very it's it's video game focused, right? It would be really cool if they lent the engine to other things. Um like what Mortal Kombat and Injustice do. They're like, okay, we're going to have Mortal Kombat, but it's just going to be superhero focused. Okay, we're going to have Smash Bros, but it's just going to be anime, but, with, but, but we're going to use the Smash Bros engine. Uh, or Disney. Like, I, I, I feel like the IPs there would be really cool for like a spinoff to Smash Bros. Yeah. Using similar mechanics and whatnot. But I, I don't like that's that's that was my thought process. I, I think that would be kind of cool to see a Disney uh, Smash Bros thing. Or like a bunch of iconic Disney characters. But, but I mean, we, we did talk about Sora a little bit. Would he integrate in the Disney stuff? Maybe sneak it in there. Maybe. I don't know. People really want Sora. Like, I, I do know that, that that's a thing, but I think everybody is also kind of in the back of their minds gone, no, this, it's not possible. <laughs> but that's what we said about Cloud. That's what we said about... That's what we said about a lot of these characters. We're like, Joker? What? Everything's off the table at this point. Like, you can do anything. Yeah. Well, that about wraps up our show for tonight. And, uh... Appreciate you hanging out with us, Justin. Um, let's uh, close out here with, I guess we'll turn it over to you. Where can people find you online and uh, tune in for your stuff? Uh, you can check out my website, nintendowatcher.com, or find me on Instagram. It's at nintendowatcher. Nice. And you're also on Twitter under the same handle, right? Or I believe. Yeah, but without the E okay. and watcher. We'll yeah, have li- make we'll, it work. I'll have links to all that in the uh, description of the podcast, as well as uh, if you're watching on the YouTube, you can link out to it there. Uh, super thanks for coming on and for sharing some Nintendo geek out with us, especially on the character lists. Love, love the, love the picks. Yeah, thanks for having having me. It's been awesome. Yeah, yeah, anytime, man. Um. If you'd like to follow us on social medias, uh, we are at Nintendo Pals Podcast on TikTok, Instagram, and um, at Nintendo Pals on Twitter. Um, you can find us in pretty much any podcast listening app. 
Um, and if you can't, let me know. I'll put us on there. Uh, and if your app lets you do this, which I believe you can do through Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review. It helps us get seen, helps the show get more visibility, and leave us uh, kind reviews. Um, if you would like to join up our community Discord, you can do that as well. Um, links to that are in the description. And I guess to uh, close out, I just want to put a reminder out there for um, those listening that we will be doing a special holiday event <laughs> for Nintendo Pals Day coming up on the 29th of this month. Um, I meant to lead the episode with this, but I always forget. I need to write it down for the notes for next week's episode. But uh, we are going to be doing a uh, just kind of like a big day to celebrate the one-year anniversary of our show. And uh, for that, we're going to be doing community gaming. We're going to be streaming gameplays that we're doing. Um, and we're going to be doing some giveaways of eShop cash prizes. So... Uh, Tune in for how you can win some of those. I think we'll do a pre, like, share this and be entered to win. And then day of, we'll also be doing some giveaways. Um, if you are listening and want to be involved in the giveaways, like maybe have a prize or something you think would be cool to be given out as part of Nintendo Pals Day, hit us up. Um, and you can contact us anytime via Discord, Twitter, and all the social medias. Special thanks to VGR for the theme music that we use for our show. And if you want to hear more of his stuff, links to that are in the description. With that, let's close out of here. Justin, you want to give us a closing remark? Uh, two things. First, congratulations on one year. And Thank two... You. Hashtag Gino for Smash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>